0: Food waste is a serious subject, uh, and it can feel overwhelming, uh, similar to climate change. It's very overwhelming to know what to do. And so for us, it's always been about the positive things that anybody can do and the small steps. And so, uh, and the fact that it doesn't need, uh, even though it's a serious subject, um, uh, it can be uh, something which uh, is uh, fun and enjoyable.
1: Welcome to another episode of Communicating Purpose. I'm John Higginson, and I believe that the best way to get a message across is by talking about why rather than what you do. This is your purpose. By moving from what to why, you become passionate, and by doing so, you bring people with you. This is Purpose-Led Communications. Today is Stop Food Waste Day. Every year, a third of food we produce globally is wasted. The food that's wasted most is fresh fruit and vegetables. Often as consumers, unfortunately, we reject anything that doesn't look perfect, and as a result, supermarkets throw away tons of wonky fruit and veg. Today, I'm joined by someone trying to do something about it. Emily van Poppering is CEO and co-founder of Oddbox, and as its name suggests, Oddbox brings people the wonky-shaped fruit and veg that might otherwise be scrapped. Oddbox's service delivers this fruit and veg for 30% cheaper than similar box services, and donates 10% of its produce to charities that fight food poverty. It's also a fellow B Corp. Before setting up Oddbox in 2016, Emily had a 15-year career in finance. She's worked in France, India, and the UK, and she spent time from account executive to finance director at industrial manufacturer 3M, telecoms communication uh, company BT, and charity The Girl Effect. Welcome, Emily.
0: Thanks for having me, John.
1: So from 3M to Oddbox, now that sounds like a very interesting and unusual journey. Why don't you tell us a bit, bit about that career path and how you got to where you are now?
0: Yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, I'm my background is in finance, so um, in the private sector, but I've always done a lot of uh, charity work on the side, and so for me, it's always been how do I incorporate um, purpose into my career, and so that's uh, why? Uh, so uh, initially started in the corporate sector and then moved uh, into the charity sector before uh, setting up Oddbox. So for five years before setting up Oddbox, I was working as uh, head of finance and operations for uh, an international NGO focused on uh, supporting development of adolescent girls and actually using the power of, of brands, the power of messaging. To reframe the roles that girls have in society, and also the reframe how girls see themselves with the, within their role in society. So it's, it was very much kind of, So it was a public-private partnership set up between Nike and the UK government. Um, focused on how we use the power of branding uh, for which Nike is obviously amazing in terms of uh, uh, campaign, in terms of using a brand as a force for good uh, uh, and using that um, in the context of uh, uh, international development.
1: Great. Well, um, yeah, I I know the Girl Effect and it's a really great charity uh, and does amazing work in Africa. higginson strategy the agency that i set up uh, has done some work with um, the girl generation do you know about that 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 charity as well so uh, i think they're they're in a very similar area and they both do fantastic work so um was it working for the girl effect that really got you thinking more about that kind of purpose-led message and how you can work more in that area
0: I think it was, uh, so uh, it's it, obviously I moved to uh, doing something with more purpose. What I uh, missed from the corporate sector was actually um, the uh, uh, in the corporate sector, the uh, output is very clear. Uh, the financial output is very clear. In the charity sector, it's a lot more about influencing uh, and the attribution of any work uh, is uh, quite difficult, and so uh, uh, I I saw the benefit of being uh, set up as a for-profit, but doing something for good, and that's why we set up Hotbox as a for-profit organization, as a commercial organization, because there's a lot of value in using some of the commercial models, but... uh, Uh, to do something uh, which has a bigger impact than just delivering uh, profit to shareholders. And so, um, obviously, uh, the... uh, Fruit and veg industry is an industry I knew nothing about, uh, apart from the fact that uh, um, I grew up in the countryside and we had our uh, uh, veg plot in our garden. I've all, we've always grown a lot of produce, so I kind of um, uh, knew a bit about seasonality, but I've never worked in the produce industry. But sometimes it's not a bad thing to come uh, to have an external perspective on an industry uh, and that uh, that's what gave us the ability to think differently
1: and um and we can we can hear that you're that you're french we can hear yes. your accent there uh, our listeners so have french people got the same attitude towards uh, uh, fruit and fruit veg if they see it in the supermarket if it's odd shaped are they likely to reject it or is that a particular uh, british thing
0: I I think uh, as consumers, we all uh, shop uh, by look. So uh, obviously, uh, how it looks is a big part of whether something uh, is considered as attractive or not. Um, uh, However, I would say... in France and even more in Southern Europe, so in uh, Italy, Portugal, Spain, people will shop more often at their local market. And that's where uh, you see produce, which are a bit more you know, um, out of specs or, or uh, look different. So I, uh, I would say uh, in the UK, uh, we are more Uh, uh, So, consumers look more at uh, price and convenience, uh, have less of an understanding of seasonality, less of an understanding of, uh, uh, and uh, we're a bit more focused on uh, it needs to look perfect. And that's been partially driven by uh, uh, eu standards in terms of uh, uh, to drive quality uh, bringing more standardization but also the fact that uh, um, uh, in the UK uh, uh, for convenience there's a lot of things which are wrapped in plastic and um, uh, for example it's uh, cucumber uh, are wrapped in plastic the uh, pa- the machine which wraps the cucumber will only take straight cucumbers so there's also some a uh, mechanization which has driven a, lo- a lot of the uh, standardization um, in the in the sector
1: great so that's so it's interesting that actually the fruit and veg that we're buying in the supermarket is is not necessarily designed for us it, it's designed to fit in a certain machine and to fit of a certain size so um, being designed for the for the robots there um so just tell us about that message then. If, you, if you've got consumers that are so used to uh, picking things based on uh, looks and, and looking a certain way, how have you been able to get that message across? Are you, is, is Oddbox just in the UK or is it in other countries as well?
0: Uh, right now, we're only in the UK. We cover 70% of the UK. But when we started uh, uh, seven years ago, we started only in London and actually only in one small area of London. And there's been a, a huge change in awareness uh, overall around food waste. So as you stated, over 30% of all the food uh, that we produce globally and uh, as well in the UK never reaches uh, consumers and uh, so that awareness of the issue has increased a lot over the past few years when we started uh, as well um, people didn't understand our model they thought that we were getting the produce from the skips of the supermarket so there was a lot of education uh, and uh, reframing that uh, actually we were getting the produce directly from uh, growers, that there was uh, no issue in terms of the quality. Uh, it just uh, looked, uh, and it didn't even look very wonky because, in lots of cases, it's just uh, too big, too small, small uh, cosmetic imperfections or skin markings that you don't really uh, notice. And a big proportion of what we take as well is not even one kid's surplus. So it's when there's crop flushes, when there's changes in demand, that's the produce that we take. So that's a huge proportion of the waste or kind of the surplus happens because there's a misalignment between supply and demand. And so we take advantage. So none of the growers that we work with grow for us. Um, we only take produce which are uh, at risk of going to waste because uh, they don't meet supermarket specs or because they are surplus. And so that's that's a really kind of the, our model is very different from anybody else. Um, uh, any other uh, fruit or veg supplier will have growers growing for for, for them based on uh, programs that, uh, that they need to deliver. Um, we uh, take a very flexible approach and because our model is a veg box where people don't necessarily choose what comes in the box, then we're able to uh, flex flex based on what's available. And so in terms of that communication, initially, we uh, did a lot of... uh, local fairs markets events to be able to showcase what a note box looked like and to be able to uh, explain our model to people to be able to kind of uh, uh, actually answer a lot of these questions in terms of uh, why. Uh, Uh, Why is there uh, so much surplus? Does it taste any different? Uh, Why does it look different? Uh, So there's been, and we continue to do that. So from the start, we've always had a letter in the box. So uh, where... um, We talk about issues uh, in the produce industry. We might feature uh, a grower that we work with. We'll talk about um, the uh, macroeconomic uh, events and how it affects the uh, food industry. And then we we, uh, provide details on where the produce that we rescue come from, where it's been rescued. Um, uh, We uh, provide a lot of tips on how to keep things fresher for longer. and Recipes. So it's, uh, uh, we don't provide only fruit and veg. We actually help people make the most of what they get in their box. And that's a real uh, uh, shift in how people shop and consume in a sense that uh, instead of starting with a recipe and saying, okay, tonight I fancy uh, making, uh, having uh, broccoli or doing a pasta dish. uh, uh, and going and shopping for the ingredients, it's starting with the ingredients and then being creative on how to make the uh, a recipe or a meal out of the ingredients. So even in terms of the cooking experience, it's quite different. it's quite a different way of uh, thinking. So it goes against our very uh, kind of demand driven society of uh, I uh, want something, I get it in the next ten minutes.
1: yeah so it's there's, there's there's, a whole lot you're going through there in in terms of your commu- communication, isn't it? You, you're not just communicating to get the customer in the first place. You're communicating to make sure that that customer actually uses the product that you give them so that they don't then feel bad again that they've wasted that product once it's come because they don't know what to do with it. say it might be a vegetable that they've not cooked with before. And so you need to help them with that.
0: Exactly. And, and that technique... Uh, one of our main challenge in a sense that people join because they want to do something good for the planet they want to tackle food waste and if they waste uh, anything in their box there's an even bigger guilt um, that uh, guilt feeling that they get uh, because uh, uh, it goes against the uh, reason why they subscribed in the first place
1: yeah and um I think we've all been there. We've all, um, you know, even if we choose what we're buying in the supermarket, and we choose things that we're used to cooking with. We've, uh, you know, I can't count the amount of times that I've haven't got it right because suddenly we've gone out, gone out for one night and uh, and food's going off in the fridge, and then we're suddenly thinking, how do I deal with this? I haven't got time to make a soup with it or something else, and you end up th- th- throwing away some of those things and some of those things that you've pointed out there the the most wasted things. A lot of them do get wasted once they get into people's homes, don't they? We know that potatoes get wasted uh, by weight more than anything. Um, salad bags uh, only last three or four days, and then they can go. Now, I know that you've done a, uh, as with many kind of challenger uh, brands that are out there, and we know that we know the big guys in the in, in the veg box market. We know uh, Riverford and Able and Cole, or some of your, yes. uh, 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 that some of the others out there. Uh, but with smaller challengers and a lot of our listeners are communications professionals. Some of them will be that smaller challenger brands that need to do more with lower, lower budgets and they need to be exciting in their campaign. Now I know you've done a sexy vegetables campaign, haven't you recently kind of launched that. Tell us a bit about what that campaign is and what you're trying to do there.
0: Yeah. So the campaign is called soil mates. And so, uh, Uh, It's a play on the challenge of uh, having that bag of salad left in your fridge where we've created a dating app for Lonely Veg. And so uh, uh, you can uh, go on to the app, it's kind of a web app, where you can enter, um, uh, choose the vegetables that you want to match, and uh, it gives you uh, uh, different types of recipes. So you might uh, want to match some beetroot with your salad bag, and uh, then you can choose whether you want an easy recipe, a saucy recipe, uh, a quick recipe, and it gives you uh, a few options of recipes uh, to make the most of your beetroot and your salad. And we've uh, done, so we did that, we started with that and we've done the second phase. Of the soulmate campaign, which is um, uh, slightly, uh, kind of, uh, sexy posters uh, across uh, different places in London with QR codes again, which link to the app and uh, and the recipes. So it's it, we've we've always taken the approach that uh, food waste is kind of a serious subject. Uh, and it can feel overwhelming, uh, similar to kind of climate change. It's very overwhelming to know what to do. And so for us, it's always been about the positive things that anybody can do and the small steps. And so, uh, and the fact that it doesn't need, uh, even though it's a serious subject, um, uh, it can be uh, something which uh, is uh, fun and enjoyable. So, uh, kind of, and we've had uh, amazing number
1: of press coverage for the campaign great and um listeners can't see the pictures obviously but feel free to go and have a look for that uh, soil mate campaign you can see some of those posters such as fancy a romaine orgy with a romaine lettuce there and um most people should know that kind of aubergine is a image that's certainly used on social media as a kind of sexual image and there's some there's certainly a play on the uh on uh, on on the au- aubergine and uh, uh, bdsm and stuff like that but uh, as you say uh emily it's it's a way to have some fun with um with an issue to to make it fun on 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 what is a serious issue which is food waste because we know quite how much of nature's resu- resources and um uh, uh, carbon goes into producing food and so the more we can reduce that the better um, tell us about one of your kind of biggest wins at uh, oddbox
0: um so uh, obviously during covid uh, we've uh, hugely benefited from the uh, uh, the fact that uh, uh, people wanted things delivered directly to their door so we uh, that's uh, that's boosted uh, our uh, customer base hugely, um, so uh, we've been one of the few companies who've benefited uh, from uh, COVID, and uh, uh, overnight, uh, we doubled uh, the number of boxes that we had to deliver, which wasn't without uh, challenge, but that's uh, uh, that meant kind of a huge acceleration in terms of brand awareness. Um, I would say kind of the second win is um, we've, we've always tried to, uh, uh, as at the same time as kind of, uh, where well, our impact—it's all about food waste—but uh, uh, trying to uh, be um, conscious about our own impact as a company. And so, we certified as big Corp uh, four years ago. We're going through the recertification process, and uh, um, and that's been a big win um, to um, um, be able to show that uh, um, we're not just uh, uh, greenwashing; we're actually. Um, uh, doing uh, the things that we're talking about huh? and improving our own sustainability.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, as a as a B Corp ourselves, uh, Higginson Strategy, uh, I know that that's it's a serious process that you have to go in. It takes a lot of time to uh, go through, and it uh, 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 and they do look very rigorously top to bottom uh, at, at making sure those three P's are covered: people, planet, and profit, yeah. uh, and actually. As you say there, as a profitable business you can you can often do as much if not more as as a as a, 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 a different type of organization uh, um, so it's important to have that as well. Tell us about one of your uh, failures or or an area that has been a massive challenge for you at Oddbox.
0: So I think we've had, uh, so it, uh, uh, it's difficult to uh, talk about what failures, there's been several failures uh, along the way. So uh, initially, and I wouldn't say uh, failures, uh, because then uh, there's, uh, it's all kind of learnings, it's all um, uh, uh, challenges, uh, I wouldn't say we've had kind of one uh, massive uh, failure. The main challenge when we started was actually uh, convince uh, growers to work with us uh, because we didn't know anything about the industry. We were uh, tiny at the start. When we started we were doing uh, 50 boxes uh, a week and so uh, when I started uh, calling suppliers uh, to work with us um, they um, quite quickly turned me down, uh, saying that, um, first of all, they didn't think consumers were ready uh, for the type of proposition that we wanted to offer. Uh, and um, naively, I thought that uh, they could send me a few boxes to our flat. Uh, what I realized is that uh, growers uh, take care of growing produce, and then uh, we would have to take care of all the logistics. And uh, obviously, uh, growers are specialized. Uh, apples are grown mainly in Kent. Grapesicles um, are grown in Lincolnshire, and, um, uh, and realistically, it, uh, then it it wouldn't work for me to go pick up uh, a case of uh, something in Lincolnshire and then uh, go to Kent on a weekly basis. So uh, when we started, we started with uh, we were lucky to find. Uh, uh, All sellers were also growers and started sourcing from them um, at the at the wholesale market in London. Uh, another kind of uh, failure is uh, uh, when when we uh, we started. Uh, so uh, we don't have a brand or marketing background. So for us, it was very much uh, testing the proposition before uh, spending uh, any marketing. So uh, when we started, it wasn't uh, even branded boxes. We were just putting a sticker on the box with our logo. Uh, that was our concept of brand. Uh, at some point, um, uh, two and a half years in, we raised a bit of investment and decided maybe we need to uh, think about having more than just uh, uh, a £300 logo uh, and uh, started working with an agency who was more uh, an agency, a brand agency working with brands which sit on supermarket shelves. And being a direct consumer brand is very different. We've got a lot more uh, uh, space to communicate about what we are whilst a brand on a shelf need to be uh, uh, quite distinctive and there's only uh, there's very little which can be put on pack. And so uh, uh, we worked for uh, uh, four or five months with that brand agency before deciding that uh, actually we would scrap the project and uh, stay with our uh, 300 pound logo because uh, we uh, they were not able, or well, we were not happy with uh, the concept uh, that they came up uh, with, mm-hmm. and uh, so then we uh, uh, did uh, and had another go at uh, trying to rebrand uh, two years after that. And at that time, uh, so that's our current branding, which has been really successful, which is about uh, uh, eating good, doing good, and staying odd. So that's kind of our tagline of eat good, do good, stay odd.
1: That's good. Um... And then talking, keeping on the marketing there, what forms of um, mediums have you found have been the best for reaching your customers?
0: So we've we've done a lot of offline uh, marketing, and that's something which still works really, really well. And what I mean by offline is uh, door-to-door leafleting. That um, so uh, from because we because we started uh, in one area of London, we needed to be very geo-targeted in terms of our marketing. Otherwise, it would be just uh, wasting money uh, on targeting people uh, who were not in uh, areas where we could deliver. So uh, door-to-door leafleting means that we can target specific streets and. Uh, and because there's a lot of uh, saturation on digital channels, that's uh, worked quite well for us. And that's still one of our main uh, medium. So we still do a lot of uh, door-to-door leafleting. Um, yeah. Another thing that worked really well was uh, influencer marketing. So uh, uh, I didn't believe in influencer marketing uh, I was a bit uh, um, uh, critical of uh, all these influencers uh, and whether uh, it was just uh, a bit of uh, vanity uh, marketing. Um, what uh, uh, I was, uh, I was wrong, and uh, um, uh, it's amazing in terms of brand awareness. So that's meant that we uh, and initially we were uh, actually working with small agency who identified influencers. Uh, who cared about sustainability issues? Uh, not necessarily in, uh, not necessarily food influencers, but across uh, different, across else, across um, uh, fashion, across um, uh, uh, interior design. So different uh, influencers that um, they felt. Would resonate for whom the uh, oddbox would uh, resonate in terms of the fighting food waste, and so we sent a lot of boxes to these influencers, completely unpaid, and we got um, 50% of them posting a story about oddbox. So that that meant that in terms of the reach that we could have, um, that that was exponential, and that's the real value of. Uh, Uh, influencers now we work more with influencers on an ongoing basis so we've released a book called uh, a cookbook called crunch time with uh, martin odell who's a food waste activist and so um, the um, that's where we can have a more ongoing relationship with somebody uh, who's uh, got who's who has the same purpose in terms of tackling food waste, but in terms of reach, uh, influencer marketing worked really well for us. We also do a lot of digital marketing. We've done some outdoor, but in terms of um, channel, uh, initially it was a lot of offline.
1: Yeah. So that goes to show, doesn't it? It's really about knowing who your audience are and where they are and okay. um, really targeting them specifically. What, um, what, what media do you read or listen to or watch yourself?
0: Um, so uh, I've uh, since we started out Box, I read all of the uh, um, the uh, newspaper around produce uh, and uh, retail. So the grocer, the fresh produce journal. So uh, things that I had never read before. So more kind of industry newspapers. Yeah. Um, um, I like to read The Economist uh, just for general um, uh, uh, general news. I listen to quite a few podcasts uh, more often um, uh, uh, but, uh, uh, whether it's startup podcast or uh, so diary of a CEO uh, is uh, one of the ones that I listen to regularly. Um, yeah, that's uh,
1: that's one of my favorites too yeah. with with uh, Stephen Bart. that's yeah. very good. Uh, And it's very good long form as well for a kind of hour or two hours, isn't it? Um, Great. And uh, tell me what you think makes a good message in terms of getting through to consumers.
0: So I think it needs to be something which is quite clear. And so uh, for us, it's been about uh, fighting food waste. So it's... uh, uh, in, in some ways, it's got a clear call to action. Um, uh, it's uh, f- Food waste is a topic that everybody knows. Uh, waste is an issue, and it's good to uh, tackle food waste. So it's whilst uh, messaging around sustainability, around organic, around local, then... Um, there's uh, there's some pros and cons of uh, uh, local. So growing tomatoes in the UK in greenhouse uh, is not necessarily better in terms of carbon footprint than importing them by uh, road uh, from Spain. So there's, there's kind of, uh, different considerations in terms of uh, other aspects of sustainability. Sustainability is very broad, uh, Food waste is quite narrow, quite targeted, and it's it's quite clear uh, in terms of uh, uh, the call to action. So, uh, and that single message uh, is what's really helped us in terms of the brand awareness, but also kind of the, uh, the brand recognition and uh, and the brand love. So, uh, yeah, that's what I I would kind of say. Uh, having kind of a very clear purpose. And leading with that uh, has, uh, has worked well for us.
1: Great. And then tell us a bit about why, why did you set up Oddbox in the UK? Were you just based here already? And would you consider opening in France? And do you think there'll be different challenges there?
0: Yeah so, uh, yeah, so I've lived in the UK for the past uh, 12 years. So that's the reason why we set it up in the UK. And initially it was on the side of uh, my uh, job at, uh, at Girl Effect. So it was more of a weekend project, uh, which kind of uh, grew and grew and grew. Um, and um, yeah. there's, there's a similar company, which uh, started in France uh, four years ago, and... Um, uh, So uh, that concept definitely can work uh, in other countries. There's another company set up uh, in Germany, there's another one um, in Denmark. So the concept exists in other countries uh, in mainland Europe. Um, uh, And Right now we're only covering seventy percent of the UK, and we think there's uh, uh, still a lot of potential in the UK. We're uh, expanding beyond fruit and veg uh, as well. So um, uh, we've uh, we've. Opened up what we call the odd shop, and so we're partnering with uh, other brands who have surplus stock. So anything which is uh, slightly short dated. So sometimes supermarket will have, will require quite a long shelf life of uh, uh, up to six months, and so we might take something which is has only a three months shelf life, um, and we uh, sell that to our community. Uh, or it might be uh, that uh, a brand has changed their packaging, uh, and uh, so they have surplus stock of the with the old packaging, or they just have kind of, got too much, or there's uh, uh, a special edition. Um, so we've had festival editions of uh, uh, different brands. So kind of how can we uh, offer more to our community uh, to help them kind of, have an even bigger impact? And okay. in some ways, uh, that gives. Uh, so we know that. Uh, uh, that's an audience uh, who are already engaged with that uh, that purpose, and um, and that uh, different brands can get access to.
1: Great. What do you do to de-stress? You've got a very stressful job, I know.
0: Um, So, uh, uh, for me, what works is uh, exercise, so I've got, uh, with my husband, we've got quite a good schedule of, uh, we get uh, alternate days uh, to go to the gym, Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, if uh, if I miss too many days in a row, uh, I uh, become slightly, um, uh, I'm not so nice to be around, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And finally... If you could give one piece of advice to yourself uh, at the start of your career, what would it be?
0: Um, So I think at the start of my career and in, uh, in the early years of my career, I wanted to prove that I could do everything myself and that's uh, typically uh, when you're young you, uh, you think you can do everything and you want to do everything. What I've realized is that uh, that uh, that doesn't really scale and um, I'm good at certain certain things so I understand now uh, better what I'm good at, what I'm less good at and I get people uh, to help me on the things that I'm less good at. So it's very much about uh, learning how, to, uh, how, how to, to delegate and how fo- to focus on the things I'm, uh, I'm best at.
1: Emily Van Poppering, CEO of Oddbox. Thank you for joining me. John Higginson on Communicating Purpose. Today's episode was produced by Joe Leonard-Waters. Thanks
0: again for having me, John.